This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we finish Ruth with Ruth Waits with Naomi, Take My Right of Redemption, Boaz Redeems, Ruth Bears Obed, and then we head back into the New Testament with Intro to James. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us then confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. Yes, it is you who thought word and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
in the highest and peace to his people on earth. this day presented in the temple in the substance of our flesh. Grant that we may be presented to you with pure and clean hearts. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the Feast of the Purification of Mary and the Presentation of Our Lord is from 1 Samuel chapter 1. The man Elkanah and his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him, so that he may may appear in the presence of the Lord and dwell there forever. Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. And when she had weaned him, she took him up to, with her, along with her a three-year-old bull, and an Ephra of flour and a skin of wine, and she brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli, 
And she said, O oh my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who is standing here in your presence praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition that I made to him. Therefore, I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is lent to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. This is the word of the Lord. according to St. Luke, the second chapter. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Many things about today's gospel are ironic. Chief among them is this. Mary and her husband brought the infant Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. What was the purpose of this presentation? According to the law of Moses, the child was presented in order to be redeemed and to purify the mother. Every human child is conceived in sin, inheriting the sin of our forefather Adam and also inheriting the curse of death. And so the law demands that this child be presented to God so that he might bless the child and receive him as his own. The child was also presented for the sake of the mother, for she had given birth in pain and sorrow, in blood and in heartache. That was the curse God gave to Eve. And so, because it is a cursed birth, the child was offered and presented to God so that the mother could there, thereafter be blessed and purified and permitted to rejoin the community of the faithful. The irony of, in all of this is that the Lord Jesus Christ was not conceived in sin. He did not inherit the sin of Adam. His was not a cursed birth, but an holy birth. He did not need God's blessing or his acceptance. He did not need admittance into God's holy family. Because Christ's Father is God himself. He, therefore, is not under the law of Moses. And because his was in holy birth, Mary did not need to be purified after his birth. And so there was no need for himself to present and offer him for God's blessing. And really, really? The irony gets even thicker. The Son of God is presented to God? The Redeemer is presented to the Creator. The one through whom all things are made is offered and presented to the one who made all things. Really? The perfect, holy, righteous Son of God requires a blessing from the perfect, holy, righteous God? The irony really is that Christ Jesus is taken to the temple in the first place. A second irony is that the Blessed Virgin Mary would need to be purified after this holy birth. And the third and most profound irony is that Emmanuel, Jesus the Christ, God's only begotten Son, is presented and offered to God for his blessing and approval and acceptance and grace. Irony always begs the question, why? 
Why is Jesus presented in the temple? Why is God presented and offered to God? Certainly not to give you an example of what you should do with your children. Instead, the Christ child is the real and true and lasting pre presentation. All of the babies before him were only a foreshadowing, a prophecy, and a hint of what was to come. And what was to come was that the Christ child would not only be presented, but was also to be the presentation. He would not only be offered, but he would be the offering. For this child, the unnecessary but customary sacrifices were made. Unnecessary because he himself is the sacrifice. Yet customary because the law required a sacrifice so that this child could be redeemed and the mother purified. Yet Christ is the Redeemer. He is the atoning sacrifice. By his death and sacrifice, you are redeemed. You are purified. You are delivered from the curse of death. You are set free from all the demands of the law. You are given God's favor and grace and kindness and mercy without any other sacrifice or self-determination from you without any merit or worthiness on your part, without proving yourself, without meeting any test, the Lord Jesus freely and willingly puts himself under the law and sits so, the law that sits so heavily upon you. Jesus puts onto, him, puts onto himself, even as he takes off from you, the sin that you had inherited. And he steps into the judgment and the condemnation that is rightfully yours. He is presented in the temple to be the sacrifice and offering that makes you acceptable and pleasing to God, that purifies you, that brings you into the holy family of God that allows God to be your father and you to be his son. Jesus is presented so that you might be presentable to the father. All of this is made plain when Jesus is only 40 days old and Simeon gets to be one of the first to see and confess it. For the Holy Spirit opens Simeon's eyes such that when he looks at that little baby in Mary's arms, he sees the Lord Christ. And seeing, Simeon says, Lord, I can now rest in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, my Savior, your atonement incarnate, my Redeemer, just as you said, just as you promised. You declared this since the beginning of the world when you first spoke to Adam, when you gave the promise right after the curse, and when you set up worship, sacrifice, when you made the promise to Abraham about his seed, and when you established the Passover lamb, 
when you spoke through your prophets. You prepared this child, this Christ, right before our eyes with every ceremony, every ritual that we witnessed, with every morning and evening sacrifice. By this you also announced him to the Gentiles, and that, and that liturgy was the clear testimony and witness to all nations, that this child in my arms, this one who is both present and presentation, both offering and sacrifice, that he is your glory, now given to and given for your people Israel, your Zion, your church. And so the irony is now revealed. Mary, the icon of the Holy Church, is purified as Christ fulfills the law in his presentation. The Redeemer has come to be offered for all, for you. The sacrifice is now ready and prepared. The purification that Mary received is now given and bestowed and poured out upon you and upon the whole church as a cleansing flood and a sweet-tasting wine for all. Amen. Knowing the fullness of God's love by the presentation of his Son in the temple, let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Gracious Father, let the light of your word shine in our midst and into the darkness of unbelief that surrounds your church on every side. By your word, instruct us in your ways build up the congregations and institutions of our synod, and bring all peoples to trust in your salvation and to glorify you, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. 
O Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of your glory. Watch over the nations of this world. Give good rulers and establish peace in every place. Lord, in your mercy. God of mercy, hear our prayers on behalf of all those in need. Restore health to those who are ill and homebound, granting them patience and renewed strength. Bring comfort to all who mourn and assure them of the hope of eternal life through faith in your Son. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty Deliverer, in your Son's Holy Supper we receive the life and salvation that he won for us on the cross. Through this heavenly meal, make us holy, strengthen our faith, and help us willingly to serve you. Lord, in your mercy. Now to him who is able and ready to supply all human needs, whose light shines forth in his epiphany, be all glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. It is truly good, right, and salutary. 
where we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who sharing your eternal splendor was presented on this day in your temple in the substance of our human flesh and revealed by the Spirit as the glory of Israel and the light of all peoples. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven,
on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Let us pray. O oh God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament, and we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.